Welcome to On the Agenda with C&Z. We're two best friends with the plans for bringing a little fun and adventure into every day. We're here to inspire your next activity. Let's chat about what's on the agenda today. Welcome to another episode of On the Agenda with CNZ. We're so excited to bring you an extra special episode because we're live recording from Jerome, Arizona in the most perfect Airbnb. Oh, I totally agree. And not only that, but we have a special guest with us today, Braxton. Woo! Woohoo! Um, Braxton is a big supporter of the pod. We're so happy to be with her this week. Uh, so Braxton, introduce yourself and tell us what went well this week. Yes, hello. My name is Braxton. First of all, CNZ, so honored and privileged to be on the podcast. Our first oh, guest. Our first <gasps> guest of the pod. In history. I'm so, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, what went well for me this week was, I actually had a bit of a tough, rough, rough and tumble start to this week, but okay. what went well is that I took a mental health day, took the day off work, I treated myself, I got my nails done, I took myself out to lunch, I went yes. shopping, and it turned my whole week around. So that was the highlight of my week. Love a mental health day. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. so good. It's like you took How yourself to out it. on a date. That's yep. so healthy. I love to hear that. Um, I love that. Okay, I'll go next. Yeah. Um, let's see. What went well this week? So... Zia had a great point right before we started. I was trying to think of the the activities that we were doing, and we actually had a night that didn't go well this week. It didn't go according to plan. We were super excited to go to this really cute uh, pumpkin festival event, um, and we showed up way too crowded. Just so many people, too and crowded. you know we're, we're we kind of we go out every once in a while in very safe ways, uh, masking up and you know limited crowds. But this was just a little bit too much, and it was a little bit disappointing. But gathered the the girls that we had um that we were out with and had a movie night in instead we got to watch nightmare before christmas which is always a classic so um we turned that around and ended up just making some fun plans for the upcoming weeks um that don't have to do with crowds and (laughs) whatnot so i would say that that was like good speaking you know talking about our like growth mindsets and focus on positivity that was definitely one so zia you have probably the most exciting <laughs> news, so tell us what went well for you this week. Oh, man. Well, first I want to say I was so glad to spend that that night in with you guys. Like, I, I was a, a sleepy little little chicken after uh, after the day that I, I had and all that I'm about to tell you about, but I feel like it's, like, really important to just have a night in every once in a while, and we it's like we trick-or-treated at my own house because I had candy, and I thought True. that was and just she, great. And she had a cider for I us. I did, yeah. I did have apple cider. You know, I always have apple cider on hand when it's spooky season um so this week you guys i passed my certified neuroscience registered nurse exam oh man Uh, it's a huge weight off of my shoulders and it's something that so i just describing the situation i had i started studying for this in january end of January. And then um, you have to register for it months in advance, just mm-hmm. like any certification exam, especially in the medical field. Um, and so I had, I had uh, registered myself for 
the beginning of July. Yeah, mm. it was beginning of July. And that was peak COVID and um, a lot of stuff going on at work. And I thought I had COVID because I was so stressed. You know, all those symptoms were yeah. just manifesting themselves for all the stuff that was going on. So um, not only that, but the testing site could not guarantee my spot like a week before. So I decided to be proactive about it and reschedule myself for October. I didn't tell anybody when I was taking it or that I was retaking it in the fear of failure. Um, but I realized that I was just, I, you know, I was worried about telling people that I was going to fail, but then I just came on the podcast and was like, Hey, I'm going to take this test Mm -hmm. and I'm going in recognizing that if I do fail, that's okay. And I can try harder. And, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily a matter of like not believing in myself. It was just a, it was just, that there's been a lot going on and yeah. that I, I wanted to give myself the grace Absolutely. that if I did not pass, maybe I would try a different type of certification or I would just try again next year. And I I didn't believe it so much that I got halfway to my car before I looked at the paper that's, you, you know, said if I passed or not, because they just handed it to me like with a smile. And I was like, okay, whatever. Um, And then I was like, oh, you know what, I should probably look to see if maybe this gives me a breakdown of what I missed. And I had anticipated that so, Mm -hmm. so strongly that I looked at, you have passed about 16 times before I believed it. So I passed. And I'm very proud of myself because I really did work very hard for it. But that's not to say that... um, you know, I was, I was necessarily going to be devastated if I didn't, like I said, I was proud of myself for giving myself the grace. So, um, I know a lot of you guys reach out to me who listen saying congrats. I know that you were stressed about it. So I wanted to pass along the good news and that's what went well this week for me. Yay. We love that for you. Thank you. Appreciate the support you guys. Um, so I want to jump right in to where we're at. We are in the middle of spooky season. We are in Jerome, Arizona and this, this little place is so stinking cute. You guys. Um, I want to give a few facts about Jerome. Y'all cool with that? Yeah, let's okay. do it. Let's so, it. Jerome is a town in Arizona. Small town. It is population 457, you guys. It is a teeny tiny town. And it was originally a copper mining town. So, um... Jerome State Historic Park is home to the Douglas Mansion, built in 1916 by a mining magnet. There was a lot of famous people here who came through and purchased the mines, purchased a lot of the buildings around Mm. the town. Um, There was a lot of up-and-coming individuals who really wanted to invest in Jerome. Um, And then, you know, much like anything, they got totally stripped of the natural resources and um, Jerome very quickly became not as populated. Mm-hmm. Um, the The landscape of Jerome itself is is very small and has a lot of winding, twisting roads. Very um, windy, very twisty. Very, <laughs> very windy, very twisty, very scary. Um, I, I'm not afraid to admit. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a small town. Has a lot of spooky history. Um, a lot lot of death in this town. Oh, wicked! It's the wickedest town in the west. It is the wickedest yeah. town in the west, and I think it really built a. a from all of the greed of the mining and for people coming here just you know one track minded not coming here to build a home like in a suburban kind of area but straight up coming here to make money with several banks there's a lot a lot of deep history 
Yeah, I think, too, you know, you pass by um, a lot of these different buildings and there's spots that were red light districts. So, you know, there's always a lot that can go on in those types of areas that uh, isn't always, you know, the the most positive, <laughs> um, especially when it comes to spirits that linger around um you know i think something else that was interesting that we'll we'll get to uh some some more of the facts that we learned and how we learned them but i think something that i found interesting about jerome is uh all of the uh all of the rules and outlaws that were happening (laughs) prior to arizona becoming a state so how much it like started to change and like there was a lot of uh, back alleys built for some of the crimes that were being committed because once Arizona was officially a state in 1912, you know, yeah. they were cracking down um, on a lot of things. So, it was, you know, it's, it's interesting to really dive deep into that different history. Yeah, and so just for reference, just geographically, Jerome is in northern Arizona. We're... Pretty much Phoenix, metropolitan-based, all, all three of us. And so it uh, takes about two hours to get to Jerome. And um, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump from Prescott. So it's like 20-ish minutes from Prescott. Um, and then Cottonwood is just across the way. You can see both Prescott and Cottonwood from Jerome, as we saw mm-hmm. in our tour lot uh, tonight. And so, and the weather was so nice. It's been so nice today. It's just been nice to get away in general. But yeah, Northern Arizona, teeny tiny mining town. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people stay in Sedona too. A lot of people when stay, they come out yeah, here. Oh, and Sedona. Yeah, excuse me. So there's Sedona and then a, another small town called Clarkdale that is near, yeah. that's nearby. Because uh, a lot of, there's very few people who live here, but it, it's big on tourism. Yeah. So I expect that a lot of people live in the outskirt um cities yeah and it's and it's interesting because you know i think there's a lot of um similarities in some of the like souvenirs and shops that you'll find to like Mm -hmm. sedona right there's a lot of crystals a lot of minerals here but i would say that definitely one of the defining characteristics of jerome is the ghost town people come here to hear those stories they come for the ghost tours um and to be spooked and especially in october um so we are staying in an awesome airbnb but for a little bit of background if you're thinking about planning a trip to jerome um we our original intent was actually to stay at the jerome grant which mm-hmm. is uh, very uh, notoriously haunted uh, hotel here in Jerome. So I think it's one of the places here in Jerome that's had the most amount of just deaths, like in in a particular space. It used to be a hospital, um, mm-hmm. particularly for the folks who were miners out here. So there's a lot of folks who were in mining accidents and, and died in that space. Um, we learned that one of the rooms room 32 Mm -hmm. uh is pretty um is pretty booked because it is a very haunted room uh because of some some spooky things that have happened um in it so some some famous deaths uh there so if you know definitely a tip for you guys if you're really wanting to stay in the jerome grand or the ghost city inn or one of the um one of the hotels right on main street surgeon's house you have to really book ahead of time especially if you're looking for any of the fall seasons particularly October so sometimes as long as a year in advance I've seen the Mm -hmm. um, Jerome Hotel get booked out so 
Make those 2021 plans. Yeah, so we looked later. almost two months in advance, and yeah. I thought that that was pretty... Well, granted, we didn't know the state of COVID <laughs> right, and, right, right. and everything like that, but that notwithstanding, I think that's still a perfectly reasonable time frame, but not necessarily for <laughs> something like the Jerome, or yeah. the Jerome Grand. Um, and I mean, it had 9,000 deaths. Like, that's that's blowing my mind, just thinking about, like, mm-hmm. being in a hospital. And it wasn't open even that long. That's pretty significant, so. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a hot spot for, for tourism here in Jerome. But one of the nice things is, if you don't get the opportunity to actually stay in one of the rooms there, they do have a really great restaurant um, yeah. called The Asylum. Uh, it's a probably it's a little bit fancier of a dining establishment mm-hmm. here in Jerome, but we had dinner there tonight. Um, really enjoyed it. Great cocktails. Um, we had some good wine. Um, some good sangria. Um, That's and the other thing that you'll yeah. find in Jerome is a lot of wineries, wine yes. tasting, and local wines. So not only. Get your ghost on, but get your wine tasting on in Jerome, too. Oh, yeah, Totally. Several places mm-hmm. to do wine tasting. Yeah, that's a great point. They do have um, a few cellar tours um, around Main Street, which is really cool, too. So for those of you who are used to going to Sedona for your wine tours, <laughs> Jerome is another stop uh, that you could add to your bucket list for that. Um but Zia, you know, why don't you take us? I feel like we're kind of so, jumping around. Take us through yeah. our day. So let's let's start let's start from the the top of the day. I woke up at five o'clock this morning, and then I okay. So <laughs> humble so, brag. Zia gets up early. Uh, um, humble brag. <laughs> the answer is actually I'm tired. And I was, so okay. So um, you know, Court picked us up out of the the good good graces of her heart because she was the driver on this trip. I want to give her a huge shout out out and commend her for driving up these steep hills that are very dark we and would a little, little spooky. We would have said a prayer for oh. her ahead of time. We had known what we were getting we into. We should have brought some more crystals. Yeah. But- Another Jerome tip. <laughs> the roads here are definitely a little difficult to navigate, um, which you wouldn't think because it is such a small town. Um, that Once you get up the hill to Jerome, if you make a wrong turn, you likely have to go all the way back down and back up to like get to where you're going. So it can be a little bit difficult to navigate with GPS. So just be um, aware of that. Maybe print out directions because mm-hmm. GPS does get a little bit uh, tricky. Some say it's because of just the reception here. Others say it's the ghosts trying to mess with you. Um, <laughs> who can truly say, but that's something to be aware of. I can truly say that it's the ghost because that's that's what I have decided to believe in, and no one can shake that. So, we we got up here safely, thank you, Court. Um, and then we wanted to kind of walk around a little bit, but we were very hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, so we checked in, dropped our stuff off, and then we went to the classic haunted hamburger. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we ran into some nice folks who were just coming down from the haunted hamburger and they said just a heads up we're going somewhere different for lunch the wait's an hour and a half um and usually if i mean day to day something like that would deter me um but not today because i was determined to go to haunted hamburger um because i hadn't been before court i know you had been before and braxton you 
Have you gone before? No, I've never been, but that, I know that it is one of the most popular, most famous restaurants in Jerome, mm-hmm. so I was excited to hear that it was on our agenda, and Oh yes, I'd say it was worth the wait. Oh, I definitely agree it was worth the wait. Um, so meanwhile, while we were waiting, I felt like the time passed pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, there's a really cute little park that you just take those steps that are right next to the Haunted Hamburger, and Haunted Hamburger is actually kind of on a couple levels, so it's a little, it's hard to miss. Um, but so we took those steps down. We went to the little park area, actually swung on some swings. Um, <laughs> had got, a little play. Had a little, you, had a little play. It if was you listen to our podcast <laughs> last week. You know how important it is to, uh, to have some play in your day. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was, it was just nice to just kind of get out of our heads for a couple minutes and just really enjoy the nice weather, take some pictures. And then, um, just right along that strip of main street are a bunch of really cute shops. So, mm-hmm. um, we went into a crystal shop. Uh, you know, I got some crystals. You know, I did. Um, and they were a good deal. And you know what? Hot take, you guys. I know that Sedona is great for crystals, but there are some really cute little crystal shops. They were pretty cheap. Why I thought they were cheaper than 20? Sedona. Yeah. They were easily cheaper than Sedona. Obviously, does not have the the range of crystals, um, but really great prices, yeah. I thought. So that's that was really nice. Um, picked up a couple of crystals there just for my current aesthetic. And then um, we ventured down into, um, there's a really cute little ice cream shop. Yep. That also has fudge and brittle. And I know I got some fudge. Court, what, what were some things that I, you picked up from there? I grabbed some fudge to bring home. I also grabbed, they had honeycomb toffee, oh. which I'm very excited to try. Um, Some homemade like almond bark too. That's what I, dark chocolate, I think almond. So, Ooh, so good. Yeah. Picked up some some sweet treats for uh for the, the folks back at home. Yeah, of course. I always got to bring something back for for the friends and fam or else they're going to be like, you know, you didn't bring anything back for me. I know that. <laughs> um, and so we went there and then pretty much by the time we were, we were done making the rounds, we were able to go to Haunted Hamburger. And um, our waitress, first of all, was just so cute and so incredibly accommodating. And I thought that the staff there were just so lovely. Um, but the food, you guys. Well, first of all, I maybe perhaps I'm not the, the expert on hamburgers because I don't eat red meat. But the chicken sandwich that I got, it had chilies on it and mushrooms. It was bomb. It was so good. And the fries, oh, top notch. Top oh, yeah. notch. Love the fries. I think the burger was, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, definitely a place I would go to again. We had some prickly pear lemonade Ooh, with a meal so too. Good. Um, but they also have some really great specials. It looked, mm-hmm. it seemed like they might change them a, a, about monthly. Um, but right now they had like a mac and cheese burger that had this really good Southwest uh, kind of uh, almost a queso like sauce to yeah. it, which is, mm-hmm. which is pretty exciting um and then they had like mini corn dogs like an appetizer so So it seems like they switch up uh the menu every so often but uh definitely uh some some items worth trying i think that they said their well i guess their most famous burger is the the haunted Haunted burger burger, yeah. yeah which uh, I think it has guac on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gotta have that southwestern flair. That southwestern yeah. flair, yes. Did you get the who got did what it, who got the haunted? I don't think we got the. I just got a regular burger, mm. but as a red, I was gonna say as a red meat expert. <laughs> <laughs> I think really probably one of the best views in town for restaurants. Mm-hmm. I'd say for from the view and the service. 
alone, I think it was a great experience. But Absolutely. then add some delicious food. And I think um, they're known for, she also said, uh, house-made sweet and sour or bitters or something. So their mm, cocktail game yeah. is on point two. And oh, yeah. And their, their margarita I guess mix. I'm going to be the, the alcohol person on this. So <laughs> I'll let me know the tips on that. But Let us know. Yeah. So, yeah, it was delicious. It was a great experience. Beautiful view. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we were all pretty uh pretty full after that experience, <laughs> but of course we had to we had to fuel up on caffeine after oh, yes. afterwards. So we found a really cute coffee shop um just a little further up the hill, um, Zia found some pumpkin gelato there, which was, I was really so cute. Full, but am I ever too full for pumpkin anything? I think the answer's not. So <laughs> gelato, and it was gelato. So it was refreshing, <laughs> cleansed the palate, and I needed some coffee too. And that it, it gave me a jolt, and it was really good. It was a cute little place that was uh, right next to the fire station, basically, mm-hmm. just yeah. right around the corner. Braxton, can you can you give the coffee fans um, that little tip of what you did with your coffee and gelato you blew my mind i yes i invented something today (laughs) so yeah that was great coffee um so i ordered an americano i got a large so three shots needed an extra jolt yes you did three shot americano and i asked her to put a scoop of tiramisu gelato in there um so if you're not a milk fan in your coffee you might be a gelato fan um it was pretty great it was delicious yeah great coffee and the gelato was yummy too I, lo- I, saw, I saw you put, putting that together, and I just... Innovation. A- innovation. <laughs> I mean, we all came from uh, ASU, so... <laughs> number one in there, innovation. Number one in innovation. Oregon go uh, Six years in a row now? Six, yeah. <laughs> 17 years in a row yeah. now? <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I, I'd had an affregato before, which is gelato with, like, espresso. an espresso uh-huh. shot poured over it, but for some reason, never flipped it. When you did that, you just well, you turned like, my world upside down. I do down. that at home too with my when I want to treat myself with my cup of coffee oh in the morning. God. I'll put a couple spoonfuls of vanilla ice cream in there, and it's just oh, exactly what she's you an need. innovator. You guys, so, wow. so blessed to have so her on the podcast. You can take right that. Well, I won't trademark that. You guys can have. <laughs> so I love that. Um, and yeah, so that that was our next our next stop, and after that. We came back to our Airbnb, decompressed a little bit. We had a very fun project that we've been working on for like a that. while. A it is a pro- I think it has been a project. It has been. It's it took a lot to put this. Down. Oh my goodness. Okay, you guys. Uh we won't talk too much about this cuz the content is just is worth just viewing I, itself. Our videos not, speak louder than what than we could what, give you on this audio. The three of us spent quite a bit of time tracking down uh at various spirit stores quite a bit of money yeah um (laughs) the legitimate disney hocus pocus costumes they are Um, licensed licensed wigs and all oh yeah um so all that to say is we are here in jerome the Sanderson sisters truly arrived. Yes. It was such a glorious moment, <laughs> if you will. Very glorious. <laughs> such a warm welcome, too, as the Sanderson sisters. We just got, we were popular with the neighbors, with the Airbnb owners. Can oh. you t- can you tell them about the most wholesome moment we've ever experienced? I almost so cried. One of the, one of the neighbors, well, we were out on the deck photo shooting, obviously. One of the neighbors walked by and then... 
came back out with her son who was dressed up in his firefighter Halloween costume specifically to find us and take a photo with us and it was so sweet and he was so precious and so so polite so well-mannered yeah so just such a, a like a heartwarming little moment yeah absolutely I thought that, that was so cute um so new business idea obviously <laughs> um book us for your next uh Halloween birthday Yes. whatever party you'd like we have the costumes <laughs> we, we'd like to get a lot of use out of them um we will be making a yearly homage in one we way might, or we another we're wearing them right now we <laughs> them on. i'm know. sleeping in the wig <laughs> oh my gosh it was it was so fun though so when we talk about like doing things just for the fun of it just to be creative and get a little goofy this was a moment for us and so we are so excited to to share that content with you guys soon so be on the lookout for that um so after we did that we went on a ghost tour so there's a few different options um for doing that here in jerome um we went on i think what was, uh, I'm trying to remember, Zia, what this one was called. Um, so it was the, let me pull up the actual name, but it, so it was the, it was the Just Haunted Jerome Tour, and it was yeah. Haunted Tours of Jerome. So there's a, there's like a couple different ones that you could choose from. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny, because I feel like, like they definitely compete, you know? Like, yeah. they, but they all know each other. They're all <laughs> like, ah, oh, Fred's over there. Well, the, there's a bit, there's a big market for it. There is. So, Braxton, why don't, why don't you kick us off on your thoughts on the ghost tour in Jerome? And your, I know, and your previous. And your, yeah, because you've had some previous experiences <laughs> with, with spooky stuff and, um, those, you know, those types of just, uh, more spiritual experiences. So I, I want to hear your take on it. Yeah. Well, I've, I've never been on an official ghost tour before, but my expectations from a spooky perspective were pretty high considering the last time I was in Jerome, um, I had the opportunity to go into the old abandoned Jerome high school, which had kind of just been occupied by some, Jerome is sort of like an artist haven. There's a lot of artists, a lot of art galleries here. So um, some artists had kind of just moved into the high school and were occupying some rooms in there unofficially. And one of those artists I knew from college. So uh, she invited me and a couple friends out to do a red tent ceremony, which is a whole thing. Um, but just imagine lots of crystals, candles, tarot cards, and in this massive uh, high school that's been abandoned with just kind of, you know, various art stuff strung all over the place. Um, at, with that high school, along with many of the other sites in Jerome, there's people who have died there. There's people who have been murdered there. So um, the artist that we were visiting took us into a couple of the old classrooms, the gymnasium, and was telling us some stories about, you know, people that had died there. And I really and truly have never felt anything like what it felt like to be in that space with what, uh, you know, the only thing I can describe as, you know, paranormal activity or spirits or something um, hanging around. So that was a really... Uh, cool spooky experience and um the ghost story today you know 
it, I don't know. It, I, I don't know if we were quite as impressed as we were hoping to be on this tour. It was good. I'm glad we did it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What did you guys think? So I felt, so even though I was really, I, I've been super stoked to do this for a long time, I was trying to be realistic with my expectations. Like, I didn't want to be all bummed if a ghost didn't immediately talk to me or like <laughs> put their tense uh, Like, I wanted, you know, I had a goal of like six apparitions. Um, so I think that uh, overall, I feel like maybe the energy wasn't quite there. I feel like betwixt the three of us, the energy was there. And I feel like we were receptive to energy. I think even in saying that, you know, hey, we are one respectful of the whatever spirits and you know energy and space. We're not here for a long time. Thank you for being here and talking to us if you want to. If not, that's cool too, you know. <laughs> um but this but the setup kind of went like this, you know, we we get to the place and then we're handed these um EMF, electromagnetic field readers some sort of gadget some sort gadget. of some sort of gadget <laughs> and the light goes off red and then it spikes to one side which is seemingly indi- indicative of a presence being there and he also had a spirit box so a spirit box is a device that is supposed to amplify sounds around you and if you're a spiritual person or not the the basic premise is that, one, it takes a lot of energy for someone to come through the veil and actually convey a voice um, or that type of energy. So it seems like it's kind of perhaps rare that it would happen. Um, but basically, you hold it out. He, like, held out the device, and he would ask questions, and then we would try to, like, make out whether or not um, there were actual responses. Um, he had a set of die that he would roll and say, like, what's the number on the die? Um, or uh, and he also had a set of cards. So it's like, okay, what's the number on the card? Then he would try to play games with the spirit. And so, you know, with that, I felt like, like a little bit weird almost. Like, I feel like if this is something that they do every day, it's like, are they asking the spirits to play games with them every day? Like, what's the situation? So that was kind of the the setup. And um, I don't want to say that we went all over Jerome. I think we had a lot of the, the key points. Like, we immediately started off, like Court was saying, in the red light district. And I think Court got kind of a... An interesting feeling from the start. Do you want to explain how you felt? Yeah, I mean, I so I've actually done this tour before about five years ago now um, when I came up here with a few family members and it's a little bit different of a of a vibe that at that point because that one was a private one so there's only four of us with a tour guide so we were able to hit a lot more spots um and spend a little bit more time at places which was um nice so you could just kind of soak in like the energy of like the place you were at and, and a little bit more of the history with this particular one we had a total group of 13 so um we didn't uh go to as many spots but we definitely went to um, some of the, the, the hottest spots, uh, in Jerome for, uh, what people say there are a lot of spirits. Um, 
Yeah, there was definitely a few moments uh, for me where I I felt some some different energy than um, you know than than normal. Most of it was was fine. Um, there was definitely a few photos that I took that uh, I will not lie are a little spooky. There's some orbs. There's some white spaces that should not be there <laughs> in a Why normal, were they there? In a normal photo. Um, and, and I will say that one of the things the tour guide was talking to us about is that, you know, when you're outside, you can capture like dust particles, things like that. Yeah. And going back to when I was in the, the high school um, a couple years ago, we were inside indoors. There's no wind. There's not mm-hmm. stuff going around. And we had tons of orbs mm, in our photos. Okay. So I'm mm. a big believer in the photos that you took for sure have yeah. some spooky presence. Yeah. There them. there's some there it's it feels like there's some things going on uh in those photos. Um so that was a little you know, <laughs> I don't I, I will I will say that um in comparison to to Zia and Braxton, you know, I definitely am very open-minded. I don't, like, actively research and look into a lot of these different types of things. So when I, th- these kind of things <laughs> happen, it's almost a little bit more of, like, I feel like I'm in, like, a scary movie yeah. or something. So I, I, like, can easily freak myself out um, about all of it. But, you know, it was fun. I think, though, one of the the biggest points, though, of maybe this this uh tour being a little bit lacking from what I was hoping to get out of it. I think you guys had a great point when we were discussing afterwards was the showmanship. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Jerome has this reputation for being this uh wicked town in the West and and being known for for ghosts and um, you know, and and spooky season culture. Um, you don't see that everywhere, though, here. You know, like, I, I was shocked that there weren't a lot more Halloween decor yeah. um, up, out and about at different shops. Um, the Even just, the, like you were mentioning with the tour guide, there just wasn't, like, a, a hyped-up energy um, throughout the tour. And there were spots where I think we lingered for a little bit too long. The voice box was a little bit... Was their spirit box? If I guess was a little yeah. bit weird. So I think yeah, I think that was kind of uh, something where if you were asked me to put on a tour here, I think it would be a little. There would be a little bit more uh, theatrics. Give the people what they're looking for. Considering all the theatrics that we had just gifted to the town in the form of our Sanderson sister photo shoot, <laughs> I would say that Jerome needs to step up the theatrics they're giving to us next time. Well, I, I think you know when you're when you're leaning into you know one of your primary income sources of tourism that that's something that should be prioritized and you know on the one hand it's like yeah you guys do these tours all the time like just about every day and then on holidays like core when you went it was thanksgiving day night (laughs) um but at you know at the same time you know a a job is a job so it's like yeah i might have might have wanted a little bit more theatrics especially because we're in i mean we're a week out from halloween yeah um so that's that would be the only thing that i would say but from from me personally like the guide notwithstanding in the tour being outside in the dark in the in the cold weather was definitely an experience and when court and i and braxton and i we would kind of talk on the side i still felt a little bit spooked i would ask 
quite, I won't go into super detail necessarily, but I, I would ask questions just in my head. And that would be the only time I would actually get a response out of the reader. Um, so I always, I thought that that was kind of interesting when I asked very pointed questions. Um, but anyway, I think a, a big tip for folks who are coming to Jerome and if you're questioning whether or not to do a ghost tour, um, well, I guess first, if you're questioning whether or not to do a ghost tour, Jerome might not be the city for you. I would recommend just going to Sedona or, um, you know, or even going up to Flagstaff. But if that is something that you are interested in, that you could find fun, I would say that, you know, coming from at least my perspective on on everything, I think to have a good time on those tours, you have, you have to have like one or two, one and or two interests. One, the history of Jerome, because they they do go through a lot of historical facts. They tell you a lot about the places and and just the the significance um, of where things were originally built into the town, what they are now, what they are now, and um, the important people in between. And then two, if you don't necessarily believe in a lot of these different things that we've been mentioning if you go on a ghost tour it is it is wise to suspend that disbelief because you're not going to have a lot of fun if you are questioning the mechanics of the the remotes that they give you the gadgets <laughs> that they give you if you sit there and question the logic of all of that you look for how are these photos turning out the way that they're turning? How are, you know, all, all these different things. It's just not going to be fun for you. So I think that's something that, you know, if you go to any any kind of haunted thing, you just have to decide for yourself, like, the energy that you are going to bring <laughs> to that experience. Because, it, like I said, I think if you are just being skeptical the whole time, it is not worth your money it is not worth the two hours of walking. But if you can find a way to like just get into it, spook yourself out a little bit, it, it's definitely worth it and it's fun. What a great life lesson in general is to just get your energy right no matter where you are, yes. what you're doing, focus <laughs> on aligning yourself uh, in a positive way and no matter what's happening around you, you'll have a good time. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great point. It's all, all of these types of experiences are, are what you make them. And who you bring with you. Oh. Yep. Also, oh. also <laughs> cultivates the best kind of energy, you know? So, you know, decide that who, whoever you bring um, is wit down with that good positive energy and you'll have a, a great trip just like we're having ladies. Yes. Well, we are so happy that Braxton was able to join us. This is, we are about to, to close it down for the night. Um, <laughs> the, the next few things on our agenda are having a nice brunch tomorrow, probably finding a different coffee shop. Yeah. Um, so be sure to check out our, our Instagram to, to see the different stops that we go on. Um, but for now, we'll end it with final takes on, on this drone trip. What's, what's been the highlight? Brax, we'll start with you. Oh, gosh. So many highlights. Um, I think the whole trip has been a joy. I think for me, it's um, the kind of the local um, people that we've had a chance to interact with. 
Um, the little boy was, uh, that came up and wanted to take a picture of us. That was so heartwarming. Mm -hmm. Like the two waitresses when we went out were just so sweet. Um, so I feel like we got a really warm welcome coming here in addition to all the other fun moments, dressing up in the cost, just the whole, uh, the whole time was a highlight. So it's been a pleasure coming here with you guys and I've loved being on the podcast. So uh. Before I cry, uh, Courtney, why don't you, why don't you tell us what was your highlight? Yes. Oh my goodness, you've been an amazing first guest, so thank yes. you. Um, I would say that my highlight has really just been being able to get out of Phoenix for a little bit, mm-hmm. experience some cooler weather, uh, really feel like fall is um, happening in my life. Um, yes. You know, when it's not ninety degrees. Um, every day and then just taking some time to decompress with you guys um, have some good food I think that was Haunted Hamburger and like the Asylum both both restaurants <laughs> that like chef's kiss yes. love, love the meals that I had there so um, yeah I think also just being able to go and do something fun like a vacation like this a little getaway but still try to be as safe as possible with everything going on in the world I think we did a really great job of that and it's nice to be reminded that that is possible during these times. I agree with both of you gals. I think that just being able to get away was truly a blessing. Um, and, and for me, as as much as I love all of our activities, I think simply existing here in this space and just walking around and not worrying about anything mm-hmm. was so important. Literally swinging on the swings and <laughs> and look and I'm serious and and looking out at Haunted Hamburger at the views and something that we said that I thought was really important was looking at things that make us feel small but not yeah. unimportant. Um, putting things into perspective and so this trip has put a lot of great things into perspective for me and I'm feeling very reflective and uh, renewed for another amazing upcoming week so thank you guys so much for listening Uh, now that we've gotten ourselves all spooked out all over again I just wanted to remind you guys um, about the awesome content that we created we'll be posting at on the agenda pod so let us know your scary stories too we're definitely interested uh, in knowing and if you've ever been Jerome and Jerome let us know what your thoughts were um, and you'll see the result of our silliness absolutely we hope you enjoyed this episode Um, as a reminder we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts um, for your listening convenience so be sure to subscribe on the platform that best suits you to get notified of our next episode and as Zia said feel free to drop us a message to let us know what's what's on on your your agenda. agenda